Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And for today's current mood combo, I'm going to be joined by my cousin, Chloe Parr. We obviously both go by our first and middle names because our last name is obnoxiously long. Um, and I feel like sometimes people like forget that we're related because of it. But yes, we are related. She's my cousin. She's two years younger than me right no a year she's a year younger than me I'm an idiot my brother's two years younger I always get confused she was recently in my latest vlog on YouTube it's a good one youtube.com slash love Lauren Elizabeth there's also a really good one going up um next that I'm really excited about because it's like full of so many mood boosters so you guys will have to check it out her and I mentioned in the vlog how we both recently moved back to Chicago we both lived in LA for eight years and both work in creative industries and have obviously just been through so much obviously together and in our own careers and lives etc and we wanted to first start off by just kind of doing like a Chicago versus LA moving back episode together because we just had so many things to say and I didn't want to take up the whole vlog so I forced her over to chat with us it's a really really fun episode but also there's so many like juicy nuggets in there of like really really great advice for if you're someone in your 20s and struggling with like change fear career just like anything like that so I really think you guys are going to not only just like love the vibes of the episode because we had a lot of fun recording it but it's really full of a lot of good advice and just experience I guess just firsthand experience for those of you that aren't familiar with my cousin Chloe she is incredibly talented I must say just for context she's not just she's not like other girls she's not like your average girly Chloe is a senior video producer at Revolve and Forward so I'm sure you're obviously familiar with those brands so if you go check out her Instagram you'll see videos of Kendall Jenner Kim Kardashian like literally everyone under the sun she is so freaking talented and just absolutely hilarious obviously she really has a lot of experience in production and creative direction directing just everything like that so we're obviously both in a similar industry but we definitely have totally different jobs she's behind the camera obviously she's gorgeous in front of it as well she has incredible style so she's obviously worth the follow on instagram in general she's just honestly a boss bitch and way cooler than me let's be honest and we have an episode from like years ago back when i lived in west hollywood um on moods somewhere if you can find it but before we jump into chloe and low Let's start off with best mood and worst mood of the week. I'm going to start with best mood this time because obviously August has been an absolute shit show. Um, I've barely uploaded uh, the podcast because I've been a shit show. Um, so for best mood though, let's not get carried away and just obviously jump into worst mood. My best mood is I am feeling more confident. I feel like I'm feeling more secure in myself and in my life and in my choices. And I'm just like feeling this really good energy shift. I think maybe it's too because summer is ending and it's kind of getting that like next chapter vibes and new season vibes. And so I'm feeling like really confident and like just kind of a little less anxious about what I'm doing I think I get so worked up about what the fuck I'm doing with my life and I am feeling a little bit more confident in a sense of I am really happy in my apartment I'm really happy with the people in my life and just kind of you know like my week-to-week routine and I think for me a lot of it comes with traveling you guys know that I have a lot of travel anxiety so I think it makes me feel really good right now like knowing that there's nothing on the schedule like not a single fucking trip is on the schedule am I gonna travel yes and like obviously there's things I want to do places I want to go but just like knowing like whoa 
I can just like fully immerse myself in my personal and work life just in Chicago right now is a really, really good feeling that helps me build confidence because as we always say, confidence is keeping the promises you make to yourself. And for me, like my personality type, they're just much easier to keep when I'm in a routine in my own home. And so I think that's been the past couple weeks really really helping me build back up my confidence and it's fun doing that because I just care less about what other people are doing what other people are thinking I've just been really like focused on you know being the best version of myself right now so it's definitely been a best mood of just like kind of feeling that again because it sucks when you don't feel like you're at least working on the best version of yourself so I think some of those small steps are starting to pay off which in turn is just honestly giving me a better mood and then my worst mood has obviously been like I said August was a shit show I've just been extremely depressed and anxious Um, And I think a lot of it too is I didn't allow myself to feel a lot of things over the past year. I've just been like kind of like dealing with this shit as it happens. I think I am really good at being in survival mode and I've kind of always been in survival mode my whole life and it's something that is a trauma response and it's really easy to not realize that you're doing it because it comes off as like extremely efficient um hardworking, and someone that is just good at getting shit done and picking up pieces and like continuing to be good at whatever they do in life I think a lot of that like trauma from over the past year just like really kind of bubbled over towards the end of July and then in turn just made August really really hard I think that I also didn't grow grieve as much as I needed to last summer when my grandpa passed away and I definitely was obviously really really hard but I didn't you know I mean for anyone that's lost anyone you know that like the first year it's like you're doing all these things for the first time without this person whether it's holidays or birthdays and stuff like that and then you know it was the one year anniversary and even like the two weeks before that like I was just like not okay I mean you guys know that I wasn't sleeping and like I was just like hysterically crying for like hours and hours and hours um and so I just like needed time to like grieve I think this month and really just like feel my feelings and I was a lot of just like crying on the phone with my therapist and like crying by myself and the one thing I will say that although it's good to like get all that stuff out stuff out there the one thing I definitely did wrong in August within my worst mood is I didn't share that I was dealing with any of this with anyone, um, only my therapist. And I think that made it a lot harder because I would have these like nights or afternoons where I was just really just like depressed and crying and like feeling horrible, but I would pretend I was okay to everyone in my life, like my best friends and family. It definitely kind of bubbled over because of that because it also makes you kind of like not spend as much time with people and it just kind of puts you in that like anxious survival mode because like you're like faking it and so it definitely bubbled over to like you know two different scenarios of like conversations with a family member and with friends of like me just like absolutely breaking down and just like being hysterical because like I just like finally needed to lean on people and I say it all the time on the podcast of like There is no like more freeing and better feeling than being vulnerable and honest with the people that you love because I was finally able to start feeling better once I literally was just had a full mental breakdown at my friend's house and as much as like I hate being a burden and like this was the conversation I had with my friend I was just like I don't want anyone to think I'm not okay but I'm not okay but I want to pretend I'm okay. It's embarrassing and not that it should be it feels embarrassing it's not actually embarrassing that's how you know it's not embarrassing because obviously the people that love you just want to be there for you the same way that I would be there for my friend if they needed that like a hundred percent so like why do I feel like I can't do that it was just a lot of like finally being honest about how I was feeling and how I was grieving and it is one of the most healing things you can do if you're someone that is struggling so learn from my mistake this month because it ends up bubbling over and coming out anyway because you're just not healing if you're not being honest and vulnerable and like living your most authentic life which involves admitting that you're not okay sometimes to the people that you love I just happen to also have to admit it on a podcasting platform because this is a show about mental health (laughs) and lifestyle it's just about living life and my life is you know a lot of times like a fucking shit show and it is hard for me to do things 
and it's not an excuse it's literally just reality like at the end of the day like the world's not going to stop spinning if I don't upload a podcast it's just like I've talked about this in the last episode and so I only say it in the effort to be transparent and authentic for myself you know so that it's not like I'm coming up with some stupid thing of like why I didn't release an episode last week and then that's just going to add to like the burden of like these walls that I put up between like my authentic self and my best self and like the real world so that's why I kind of say it it's obviously less scary when you're like sitting alone in your apartment just talking to a microphone like it doesn't really feel like anyone's listening but it still feels really good to just like be honest about where you're at in life and I think that's why my best mood is so important this week because I think I'm finally like genuinely feeling a better mood like I am feeling a better mood like it's not perfect it's not 100% like I still have like a lot of anxiety and depression and all this stuff but I feel like at least finally being honest and being vulnerable and like working through it the past few weeks is allowing me to kind of like see that light at the end of the tunnel and want to do things for myself and want to spend time with people but also with myself and just having that excitement for the future instead of being like what the fuck am I doing because I've had like a really long summer of being like I have no idea what I'm doing and why I'm doing it I think that like now I'm at least at the place where I'm like okay I'm feeling better And I can like kind of start reconstructing my why and kind of start doing things that feel purposeful to me and align with my authentic self. But you have to go through the worst moods to get to those best moods. And it's been a lot of worst moods and you guys have known that. I'm just at least glad that I can kind of start figuring it out in a more positive way instead of like a survival mode way. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I mean, obviously I just told you that the only person that I've really talked to the past month about how I've been feeling is my therapist. But The reason that I'm coming out the other side is because of the tools and solutions and conversations that I have with her. I mean, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, like there's just no better feeling. And a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small they are. Obviously, some small ones for me are just like feeling settled, feeling secure, having my mood boosters, finding my routine so that I feel good on a day-to-day basis but then there's those bigger ones of like what's my why what is my purpose like all that stuff and like that's why you have to lean on other people you can't just like have all these problem solving tools like just come out of your own brain sometimes therapy can be extremely healing it can help you get out of depression it could literally just help you with stress sometimes my favorite thing is when there's really nothing that bad going on and I still get to talk to my therapist it is just literally get to unburden yourself if you're thinking of giving therapy a try BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can really get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com mood today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com mood. Let's talk about mood boosters. I can tell you one thing. These dogs aren't always mood boosters. <laughs> yeah, there sure are. My first mood booster has really been cooking I think that's kind of that like routine girly like home thing that I was just saying but I've just been really fucking loving cooking and trying new recipes lately like it's honestly one of my favorite parts about a Monday is planning out my meals for the week and like what new recipes I want to try which ones I want to film and obviously like fall is on the horizon so like just kind of like switching gears into that is also kind of exciting so I've been doing a lot of kind of like finding stuff on Pinterest that I really like and I've been making these lists on my computer now of kind of stuff that I want to make in kind of like recipe test and then a lot of it is obviously in the hopes of like sharing it on Instagram too which is just really fun and then I love being able to just kind of have food for like friends and stuff like that be like oh I made this pasta do you want to eat this pasta or like does anyone want to come over for dinner tonight so it's like a really nice way of like having this like mindful activity to do by myself but then also get to like share the meal with someone or drop it off at someone's house even if you feel like you're not that good at cooking there's so many like easy like little things you can do how we always talk about like making your own trail mix like that's such a easy 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 one and then I just got back into smoothies which is like a huge mood booster for me because you guys know I used to be such a big smoothie girly and I think it's like since I'm 
kind of just a little bit more busy right now, which is actually a mood booster because I think that sometimes for like different seasons in your life, you need different things. And sometimes you just like need to be busy. And I feel like that's what I need right now. And so I don't always have time to cook every single meal throughout the day. Like I need like the easy ones too, especially if I'm trying like a new recipe for dinner. Being back on the smoothie game, like I haven't had a blender the entire year that I lived here until like a couple months ago. So it's definitely a really good feeling to be able to be like, oh my God, wait, I could just make a smoothie. So I made one today. It was so yummy obviously nutritious so that I'm not just like working my ass off and forgetting to eat have been loving cooking loving smoothies like just loving sitting on Pinterest finding new recipes getting excited for fall all of it is such a mood booster another mood booster has been getting up early but like at a normal time because you guys know that my sleep schedule was so messed up but I hate sleeping in because it gives me that like pit that I missed the day that I'm behind and so it's been really nice being able to like get up early and just start my day right now obviously it involves the dogs which is like honestly not really a mood booster because they're really annoying to walk because they have such different personalities and they're both of them have have just such toxic traits oh my god like don't even get me started but I'm really just like loving waking up around like eight or nine not like 6 30 or 7 30 because just adjust my sleep schedule sometimes and it's just been like so refreshing waking up at a normal hour after a good night's sleep and having that morning routine and like being really motivated and getting right to work so that has been like a really big mood booster is kind of the time in which I'm waking up and having like a small morning routine for myself has been really really nice instead of just my nighttime routine and then my last mood booster has been not procrastinating and even in the sense of like texting people back I'm someone that like has been literally dodging emails text messages direct messages because if you're an anxiety girly you know you get it and so kind of that thing of like how we always say like if you're thinking about it just do it get it done don't procrastinate I've been doing that with like a lot of things whether it's just communication or work or just literally organi- organizing, cleaning, like whatever it is, I'm like, just do it, just do it. Um, I might have invented Nike, like I don't know, but I'm just doing it. And it's really big mood booster, especially when it's like the connection thing. Like when you are just texting someone back instead of having it like in your head of like, oh, like I don't feel like it, I don't know, I don't know what I want to say. Just texting them back and like making the plan. I just feel less friend guilt of like holy shit I'm like haven't texted this person back or I haven't called this person back so really kind of like refocusing on those digital connections I guess of like maybe the people I don't run into all the time or it's like I'm not in constant communication with all day instead of just being like oh yeah like I'll like figure it out later like answer that email later just really being in like communication with all the other people in my life has been and not procrastinating it has been a really big mood booster for me speaking of smoothies one of the things that I've been putting in my smoothie because that's like one of my favorite ways to get like extra goodies and extra mood boosters in my body is the trust your gut by aura organics aura's trust your gut probiotic and prebiotic supplement contains some of the world's most powerful probiotic strains also along with prebiotics so it helps the good bacteria thrive in your gut so your probiotics work smarter not harder i really like it because it's great for supporting bloating and obviously some common digestive issues their supplement has significantly more prebiotics compared to other leading probiotic supplements and prebiotics are basically that special type of fiber that helps support the health and growth of the beneficial bacteria in the gut so it's really crucial for the efficiency of your probiotic to make sure you have that good good in it obviously they have a capsule form as well if you're someone like not like me that remembers to take their medicine all the time but I really love the powder format as well because I like adding it to my smoothie they really do have a variety of products though if you're not as into that one Aura is really your one-stop shop for clean quality plant-based nutrition that works they have over 10,000 five-star reviews from happy online customers so you don't have to just (laughs) trust me you really have nothing to lose try Aura's products and if you're not happy for any reason within 60 days you'll get a full refund no questions asked you can get 30% off your first subscription when you text mood to 64,000 Text mood to 64,000 and get your first subscription. That's mood to 64,000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organic slash terms. Okay, guys, this is going to be a long current mood convo, but I promise it's going to be a great one. So welcome my cousin, Chloe, to the podcast. Hey, guys. Did you ever... (laughs) Fuck off. Get out of here, bro. Hey, guys. Okay, well, okay, we have Chloe Parluth here. Oh my god, is that what you want to be introduced? When have you ever called me <laughs> Chloe Parluth? What do you want me to call you? What is my like high school Instagram name? Chloe Par? Okay, Chloe, Chloe Par. Par. Okay, Jesus fuck. Or Chloe. Chloe. My 
Hey guys, we have Chloe, my cousin, here. That can you change your Instagram handle to Chloe, my cousin, or Chloe Lauren's cousin? Chloe Parluth. Chloe Parluth. I kind of miss that name. If you guys watch the vlogs, Chloe moved back to Chicago. When did you move officially? Um, May this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow, it's been a while. So we actually also are psychopaths, and she lives next door to me. And not, like, actually, like, on the hallway, but just the building next door to me. So you did right next door. So she rolled out of bed this morning to come over and podcast because we think there's, like, really big differences between L.A. and Chicago, obviously, as, like, cities and lifestyles. We obviously both made the decision to move back to Chicago because, I guess, I was over L.A. Over you? Yeah. Oh, I've been over LA for. I feel like you've been over LA for a while. I think the pandemic changed a lot for me. Same. Like Like, that was like. Yeah, I think if that never happened, I would still be in LA. Honestly, I think so too. Yeah, which is scary. I know that's scarier than COVID. Which we can get into that, but like, what do you mean? Well, I feel like I went home during the pandemic, and I stayed with my family. Yeah, for a long time. So for 2020, 2021. Yeah. And I forgot what it felt like to, like, be by family, be by your, like, childhood friends. And, yeah, I got so spoiled. I was like, oh, wait, I miss this. Yeah. I can just, like, see everyone I love, like, right here. Yeah. Um, And because of that, I didn't want to go back. It was funny because I would, like, text you being like, why are you paying rent in L.A.? You don't. What's on my mouth? (laughs) Sorry. Is it better now? Okay. But I would text you, like, you were an idiot and you were paying rent in LA and living in Chicago. I know. So if you want financial advice, do not (laughs) seek out Chloe. Um, cause she's... Well, okay, cause everyone kept being like, oh, it's just two weeks. And then two weeks later, oh, it's just another two weeks. And then it turned into 2022. And then it turned into two years. Literally. Oh my God. But I had my family in LA. So I also was spoiled with like family and all that stuff. And then, I mean, I went through my breakup too. Which changed a lot because it really changed, like, my lifestyle in L.A. And then I started, once we could travel again, I went to Scottsdale with my, like, best friends from home, which who are obviously always been my best friends. And then we planned another trip to Nashville. And I remember being like, I'm done. Like, I want to be with these people all the time. Like, I'm missing out on so much. Like, everyone's starting to get married and people are going to have babies. Like, I need to go now and have fun before, like, life changes. Yeah. And I was just over a lot of, like, I don't know how it is with you and your home friends because I I haven't even seen your home friends forever. I feel like with us, it's like, no one's really like, so, like, what's your next project? Oh, my God. Like, do you need this, like, bag? And I'm not saying, like, these things are bad things. It's just, it's really, like, casual and just, like, real. And I had a lot of that in L.A., but not just, like, with every person I cross paths with, I guess. And I think we, like, want to, like, do the disclaimer of, like, we're not talking shit on LA. And we kind of said that yes, in the vlog. Disclaimer. I mean, you made a really good point of, like, we're so glad that we lived in LA. It shaped us. It taught us things. But we were just, like, done with it. And you have to say, like, the me city thing. Can you explain that? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, again, this episode is not about being, like, we hate LA. We love LA. It's just next chapter it, yeah it's explaining like what we learned from la as two midwest girls and all of that and then moving so, back to the Midwest. if there's anything negative it's like a good thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's anything negative it's, it's a actually learning po- experience but actually we didn't you love living in la too i loved living in la yeah. and like i think that like it made me really i think it made me really take my health seriously i think there's yeah. also like you know a toxic side to that because it made me think i needed to be skinnier than i needed to be but it really did besides that toxic part it really did make me learn about wellness, lifestyle, and all that stuff. And, like, I think that, like, when we say we're two Midwest girls that, like, went and then came back, it's, like, we took the good parts and the good lessons, but we stayed the same Midwest girls. And, like, that's why LA didn't, like, change us and, like, turn us into something. And that's why we were, like, okay, like, we got what we needed from it. And, like, now we're ready to go back. Yeah, and I think it's interesting we both came back when we got that, like, family tease where we were, like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah. But we first went there because of school slash career. Yeah, it's cool. Chloe went to UCLA, and then I moved for, like, YouTube. And, like, it was, like, the same year, pretty much. Yeah. No, it was. It was... You went in July, and I went in September or whatever. Oh, but yeah. But we didn't, like, plan it. I just, like, got in, and then you were like, oh, I'm moving there for YouTube. And I was like, oh, we're yes. both going to be there. Yay. We, like, literally moved it. And then, what, like, two... A year later, Hudson, our, my my brother, her cousin, yeah. got into LMU, which is in, like, Marina Del Rey. And so then he moved as well. So yeah. the three of us were, like, basically there the, at the exact same time, and... Spoiler alert, Hudson, my brother, also moved back to Chicago. So we, like, literally, he he moved back 
probably in, he moved back in May too. Yeah. So now Hudson also lives in Chicago. So we all got out. We were there in 2013. So it's not a long time. I mean, it, yeah, I like, know. it's long enough. No, but what you were saying about like how people don't really ask, like, oh, how's your family? But like instead of what projects are you working on? Who do you know? Yeah. It's the whole me city thing. Yes, this that, is Chloe's. This, <laughs> this is, Chloe's. is my theory, you guys. But everyone moves to LA. Not everyone, but a lot of people move to LA because you have this like big dream of being an actress or a singer or whatever it is you want to do. You want to like make it, right? Because it's a, like it's a big dream city, which is great. That's why I love it. But because of that, I feel like it's a me city where like everyone there is just thinking about me, me, me. Not right. in like a selfish way, but. It's because you have to in order to make it in that city. Yeah, in order to be successful and, like, accomplish yeah. the things you like, there for. when I was there, I was just thinking about, like, how do I, like, achieve my career dreams? Like, what do I do next? Who should I know to do this or yeah. get ahead? It's not like you're, like, thinking, like, I don't know, you're going to find someone and get married. It's like right. you're thinking about your own self-journey there. So that's yeah. why it's a me city and everyone's, like, thinking about themselves so much is because you kind of have to to, like, make it yeah it's like you don't move there and like think oh where am I going to put my roots down and when am I going to start a family it's like you're thinking okay like I need to be successful I need to accomplish these things and it's also like there's this pressure because the cost of living is insane and it's like really hard to make it because everyone like you said is moving there to make it so you just have to like work your ass off and I think that at least for me I worked so hard for so long that I also was burnt out yeah at the same time But I also worked so hard for so long that I was in the position of, okay, now I can choose where to live because I've built my career, I've met everyone, I've done everything, and I could have kept going, but I accomplished enough for me that there was other things that are more important to me than continuing to go down the road of like, I need to be at every party and red carpet and meet more people and get a TV show. I'm like, you know, I've tried everything. I figured out what I like and I can actually do that from anywhere in the world. So I'm going to do it where my friends and family are. Yeah, exactly. And I I think it just depends what like kind of person you are and what your dream is. But people's dreams change. Like my dream was to stay in LA and be this big time film director. But my dreams change now. Where now it's like, I want to be happy. And what does that look like? It's being my family. It's being my friends. It's being by my boyfriend. It's being by my dog. But then also finding a career that like still fulfills me. You can have both. Yeah. Some people just really want the dream and stay in LA for forever and figure it out that way but and like some people if your family somewhere else you know yeah and some people obviously like get lucky and they like meet someone and yeah. like they are able to like build a family and stuff but I think for us we just knew that that probably wasn't gonna happen and we tried that's my other theory the LA dating curse I mean like it's just a really hard to date in LA yeah. Someone someone asked, we'll jump into the questions now because I was going to say someone asked. Okay, fuck your I'm questions hot. at the top. Jumping into the questions, someone said, do you think Chicago has opportunities like LA has? I'll go first just because I think mine is more like digital and then Chloe's career is more like in person. And so for me, I think that if you're someone, and it's not just because I'm a content creator, I think it's also like if you're someone that now everyone's so virtual. And so I think this answer would have been different a few years ago but now since the pandemic I really think that you can live wherever you want for a lot of jobs not just content creation like a lot of people work from home and work on their computers and they don't have to go into an office so I think for opportunity wise like it just for for me it's cool because like there is some like influencer content stuff here like it's still like a big city there's still companies reaching out to me there's still events here and it's just more low-key and I get to like have both and then obviously like a lot of my job is online so and like I think that's for like a lot of people I know I'm always so jealous of you because I do think content creators can live anywhere and I actually think it's cooler because whenever I follow someone they're like oh I live in Arizona I'm like oh that's cool and different because everyone's in like because every influencer moves to LA and it's like I think I like got in at the time where like it was cool and I was trying stuff and now it's like I don't think anyone cares that you're like getting the Hailey Bieber smoothie at Erewhon yeah I think it's cool seeing your Chicago life now yeah and like I love following like Kenzie if you're listening I love following Kenzie because she lives in Dallas and like she does like different stuff and like her life like she's still like crushing it and like everything like that Um, but that's just on the content creation side. I mean, Chloe directing and producing and stuff like that. So like you, but you also travel a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with this question. Yeah. I think if you want to work in certain industries, you honestly have to be where that industry is. So like if you want to work in music, it's New York, Nashville, LA, you know, it's just harder to make in Chicago because the people aren't around you. Right. You want to work in fashion. Like you could do something in Chicago, but you got to be in New York if you really want to like, right. Same with film. I think you gotta be in LA. Yeah. So 
it's hard for me because I am so hands-on that I think if I like really really wanted to do what I want to do with like hands-on production I think I would have to be in LA yeah and if like I don't know anyone listening like it's getting their start in production I definitely think you should be in LA because you have to meet the right people and then you could kind of like make an own career somewhere else but I think if you want to do something digital like art direction creative direction or anything like that like you can totally and like live. marketing like you yeah can you can totally live stuff. wherever you want um copywriting anything but anything hands-on where it's like you need to be on set I think that you yeah. should be where the industry is and that's why we moved there in the first yeah. place and I think that we just like did all of the stuff met all the people so now we're fortunate enough to be able to like kind of build our next chapter here but if you're just starting out like I don't think it's like oh come to Chicago and you'll be a movie producer no. like that's not if happen. I did if I was in LA I would never be in production so you're gonna die at this question do you feel safer in Chicago or LA neither <laughs> um first of all neither but uh our building got shot at a couple of d- weeks ago <laughs> should I not say that I don't know I don't want to be a target <laughs> it's just there's a lot of crime in the world uh so i just don't feel safe anywhere let's be fucking honest i think la is more spread out so i mean my car got broken into in la they didn't take anything by the way and i was like what the heck not even my (laughs) radius like i was that poor when they broke in so they were like ah now we're good let's just mess this up and leave and there was like there was like shit going on like at my house when i was leasing it out oh i remember that there was like break-ins like all this like crazy stuff i think the lesson is any big city you are it's dangerous yeah you should be aware exactly what felt like the biggest adjustment with moving to a place with a different vibe and different weather obviously we're from here so like we know the weather like we come home for christmas and everything but it's definitely an adjustment being in this weather, like, 24-7. For sure. I also think the fashion is a little bit adjustment for me. Oh, yeah. Because I'm used to wearing, like, my nipples are showing through my shirt. And, like, yeah. I thought, I think it's cool. But then here, everyone's like, oh, my God, we can see your nipples. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, shit, I'm not in L.A. or New York. Like, I have to actually wear a shirt. You know? Like, oh, no, yeah. And it's, like. It's a little more conservative And here. it's, like, I, like, would always walk around in pajamas. Yeah. And, like, not, like, the gross. Like, sometimes it would be, like, extra homely. But, like. Now it's, like, I walk outside and, like, everyone obviously, like, has, like, real jobs. It's not, like, in L.A., it's, like, you go to a Pilates class at 10 a.m. and it's fucking packed. And I'm, yeah. like, what does everyone oh do God, for so a true. living? And, like, here it's, like, not like that at all. And so you're walking on the street and, like, people are in their work clothes and I'm in fucking pajamas just trying to go get a coffee and I feel like an idiot. So the fashion <laughs> has definitely been an adjustment yeah. of, like, like, even I'll meet up with my friends to, like, go, like, grill or something, and they'll be, like, in jeans and have makeup on, and I'm, like, I look like shit because I've just been editing all day. That's, like, And it's because they went to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm, like, well, I, I kind of work. Like, what? So I think that, like, the biggest adjustment is honestly the fashion. I think so, too. Because I wear, like, big oversized clothes a lot, too. And even my brother's like, what are you wearing? Oh, yeah. I mean, the best is, like, Chloe's really fashionable. <laughs> and I'm, like, I, like, have my style and I stick with it. She ordered these, like, Balenciaga shoes. Oh, and yeah. Me and Cole, her brother, were like, what the fuck are these? Like, you're going to look so stupid, like, clomping around in Chicago. Like, wear these in New York and, like, call it a day. Yeah, spoiler alert, I haven't seen them here in Chicago. (laughs) You know, we're setting trends over here. No, but there are fashionable people. Oh, my God, 100%. It's such a cool city. Especially, like, if you go, I feel like, even to, like, around, like, Soho House and stuff. That's what I was saying. Like, oh, my God. There's, West like, Loop. so many, like, artsy, fashionable. Yeah. Like, Taylor Dini is, like, one of my childhood friends. And she's an influencer here in Chicago. And she, like, fucking steps out all the time. She looks so good. You can totally, like, be fashionable here. It's just, like, I think, like, the daily thing of, like, walking around with, like, no bra and, like, yeah. sweatpants. Like is, that like, L.A. Weird. vibe. Exactly. Yeah. How did you yeah. know when was the right time for you to leave L.A.? I think we already touched on this. But I will just say that I think it's, like, a gut feeling. Yeah, I do, too. I actually remember when you had your moment. Because yeah. I walked into your house, and you are having, like, a really serious conversation with your mom. And I was like, hi. Really? <laughs> I'm just going to put my headphones on. Yeah. You don't oh, remember that? No. Oh, you were like, I'm ready. Like, I need to go to Chicago. Oh, wow. But yeah. It was very, like, assertive. But how did you, were you just kind of, like, done going back? Because... And also, like, you, like, started dating someone here. Yeah. And I always say it's not for a boy. I would never move anywhere for a guy. Yeah. But I think I just started building a life here starting in 2020. And it was hard to pick up and leave. Like, once you get used to something and it really makes you happy. And also, like, again, going back to the Me City, when I was in L.A., to be honest, like, I didn't have that much of a personal life. You really didn't. No. I had, like, four really strong friends. And And that was it. That was it. I don't have, like, a big friend group. I'm that person that has, like, one friend in every friend group instead of, like, 
six together. Right, right. So we hung out, like, solos all the yeah. time. You know what I mean? Instead it was like, like she would, like, come over, have dinner with me and Hudson, and then go get drinks with, like, one person, and then, like, yeah, have plans I'm with, like, another I'm, like, a one-on-one kind of girl. Yeah. yeah. And then with my job, I was all, I was gone, like, half the year. Yeah. So I, I really didn't have a personal life. I didn't have any time to date. I didn't barely saw, like, anyone I knew in LA, because I was always gone, too. Yeah, true. So once I came to Chicago, I think I just, I don't know, the older you get, like, yeah, like I said, your dreams change. And I was like, it's so nice to just build like roots somewhere right see the people you love and like actually have a, a personal life so then when i started building a personal life i was like oh my god this makes me so happy i think that's what i think that's what it is too yeah because i never had the balance like yes i had a great group of friends you had a great group of friends but there was never like oh you know it's 5 p.m everyone stopped working let's go have a personal life or whatever yeah, it was. Exactly. And so, like, once I moved here, it was the same thing. I was like, oh, my God, I have a group of friends. We do normal things. I have a balance between, like, work and personal. Whereas, like, L.A. was just work. And I think yeah. it's and just, like... you go like, home and yeah. make dinner and wake up. And, and then you do just do it <laughs> yeah. again. And, like, it's great when you're hustling. But after you've done it for almost a decade, it's just, like, it, you're like, okay, it's time. Like, I've yeah. done enough. I think burnout's really real. And I'm just ready to, like, actually have a weekend and see you all the time like i know we saw each other in la but it's different here where we actually like have fun things to do it's all like the time. we have like fun things to do and it's also cool because it's like oh like i get to hang out with like chloe her boyfriend her brother my brother like our parents like our grandparents like you get to yeah. like part of my friend group because like we all went to obviously high school together no, it's and cool honestly like both. nothing beats driving home like not yeah. getting on an airplane and just driving and seeing your family yeah so. like i'll literally like call my grandma and be like yo i'm coming over yeah like you know what i mean and like that used to be like i would see them a few times a year I know. And I mean, we don't have to talk about this, but there was a major death in our family. And I think yeah. that changed a lot where I was like, I don't want to miss anyone's like life anymore. I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you brought it up, I like <laughs> one of the main reasons too that I moved back was because our grandpa was sick and I wanted to spend time with him. And oddly enough, when everything started happening was like right after I moved back. And so I was, like, lucky enough to, like, have that kind of, like, month before everything kind of went south. I think it changed our entire family. Yeah. And, like, it's been obviously still really hard, but it's, like, knowing that now we get to, like, see our grandma and, like, be there for her and stuff. Like, I think that will really – it was, like, we've never had a major death in the family, and, of course, this one was the biggest one. Yeah. And so not saying that, like <laughs> – no one else matters in our family, but it's like he was like the patriarch of our family. Really important for our family to be together right now. And we just like luckily all kind of came back for that at the same time. So these are kind of like the same. Someone said how different people are and are people more real in Chicago? People are different. Like, it's oh, just, yeah. It's, I it was is. like, we're going to get real. But I would say in L.A., everything is so passive and like around the bush. Where yeah. even in like a work office, I feel like some people think I might come off more aggressive. I'm like, if you're mad at me, come up to me and be like, I'm mad at you. Let's figure it out. Let's move on. Like, I hate passive bullshit. Yeah. You're going to be passive. I'm not even going to try. I don't care. You can be <laughs> mad at me for five years. Great. Waste your energy. <laughs> like, you know? So we are very in Chicago. Like, let's get real and move on. Well, it's so funny because like even when I would like date <laughs> and like meet people, people would be like, oh my gosh, you're so like normal and different and I would go on dates with guys they'd, guys they'd be like where did you come from and I'd be like Illinois like <laughs> I don't know because like our personalities never change and so like we don't do that whole like fake bullshit thing that like is really easy because yeah. I definitely did it for like a couple years just because I was like really young and trying to fit in but then I you know I go home all the time I'm still best friends with my friends and with you and Hudson we just like got to the point where it's like if you have a fucking problem if like if you don't want to be my friend <laughs> like literally I like we're and people would be like why are you guys so sarcastic and so straight up and we'd just be like we're from Illinois like right. I don't know obviously Illinois I well never, because like I, I, I never say I'm from well, Illinois that's like we're from like southern well, like, Illinois like, but it's it's interesting though because I'd always say like oh I'm from Chicago and then people would be like oh like where and then you'd have to like narrow it yeah. down I'd be like northwest suburbs oh which one and I'm just like, okay, uh, how the fuck do you know this shit? Like, <laughs> shut, like, like, I mean, there's our personality in a nutshell. Someone being like, which one? And me being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, and I know it's like a stereotype, but like the whole like LA, like let's get lunch. And then you never hear oh, again. It's literally the text message of let's get brunch. And then you do that for like six months. Yeah. And then you either like never do it or you like drag yourself there. Yeah. It's, it's like, a lot of flakiness in LA. Here's the main thing too, is I will literally like walk outside, run into three people. I know yeah or like I'll be walking down the street I'll see someone having a beer that is my friend and I'll sit down and have a beer with them and I'll like text my friends oh do you want to like grill tomorrow night 
And they're just like, oh yeah, like we're like literally, I'm getting pedicures yeah. with three of my friends. I think that's today. why I love New York too. It's like everything's you step yeah. out your door and everything's right there. LA yeah. it's so spread out that it's kind of harder to keep connections with everyone yeah. because you feel like you're in like long distance relationships, even if you're in the same city. No, literally, you know? like because it takes like 30 minutes to get anywhere. Yeah, so it's just kind of like nicer to like have just like people that are just chill and it's not like a, a big event and like this big like catch up and like right. this long brunch of like whatever you up to like da da da. It's literally like I step outside, I walk across the street to the restaurant. And I just sit down with three of my friends and then I like go back yeah. home. Yeah, is, I think people always say let's get lunch and it never happens because they don't want to like burn bridges, but they want to keep you on that like hook, you know? Right. And I would do it too. But yeah, it, here I feel like it's like, I'm not going to say let's get lunch to someone I don't want to ever see again, <laughs> you know? Like I'll be like, nice seeing you. Well, yeah, because it's just like, you don't, exactly, because it's like everything is so career focused that if someone's like, let's get lunch, you're and you don't want to get lunch, you're like, yeah. oh my God, of course let's get lunch. Right. Like, you're like, oh, fine, maybe I have to. But exactly. you don't have to do You'd anything. Because like, it's like, oh, you never know. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like maybe I'll have to work with this person or maybe like I'll need something from them yeah. and like they'll need something from me. LA is smaller than you think where it's like all of a sudden yeah. you run into that person and you're like, yeah. I should have gotten lunch. <laughs> no, like literally. And then it's like two years later, you're like, fuck, I should have went to that brunch. Yeah. And then you just are like, whatever. I think it's so different working in LA too, because like you hear through like the grapevine, like, hey, this girl said to this girl, to this girl that you didn't do this one thing. It's like, tell that one girl to come find me then. Because <laughs> no, this person called this person and like said this about you. And it's like, what? Yeah. It's like, I literally like barely leave my fucking house. Like, what are you <laughs> I can talking about? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, obviously it was different when I I was like super young because I moved when I was like 19 and like obviously you did too yeah. but it was like one of those things where like once I got to like 22 I would like run into people that like I had beef with right. in the industry and I would just be like yo like we gotta squash it like I don't care you're chill I'm chill and then like we're fine yeah and it's like but a lot of times like that doesn't happen unless we start it I know because everyone crazy. just is easy, like, would rather walk on eggshells. And, like, one more thing, because I love this question so much, because I do think it's, like, a huge difference in any city you go to. But the good thing is there is a lot of cool people in L.A. that have, like, I don't know, I just feel like I met so many cool creative people. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, you do that, or you do this. Like, I learned so much from just even, like, the small group I knew through work yeah. and everything. But I do think that's really cool. And then they like really cool interests. Like, we would go hiking on the weekends. Yeah. And, Go to, like, really cool art galleries that I never even heard of. It was, like, a pop-up yeah. shop. So I think, like, meeting really cool people there was really fun. Yeah. Because I've never... I would never do that if I just stayed in the suburbs. I'd have my own little, like, bubble, I feel like. Yeah, it's, like, it was nice to, like, get out of the yeah. bubble. But it's, I also feel like it's, like, you go into a different bubble. True. And so it was, like, definitely weird coming home the first few years. Like, all my friends would be, like, why the fuck are you... Like, what happened to your fucking boys? <laughs> and then, like, I'd have, like... And I'm still kind of, like... I would have, like, life. one drink, and then, like, my Midwest accent would come back out. And, like, because I would say accent. Yeah. And it's, like, accent, because that's, like, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I like... hear it in And that. I would, like, come back and be, like, I ain't got it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they'd be, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'd be, like, fair enough. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, you got me on that one. But honestly, it, wherever you live, I think you should go move somewhere, even if yeah. it's not LA, because it does break your bubble and you meet all these different people. Yeah. So you get like all these different cool perspectives. And so. it's like, it's like then you like, we did meet great people. Like I still have like best friends yeah. in LA. And it's like now I just like FaceTime them and like plan trips, keep in touch and everything like that. I was friends with so many different people that like, it really helped me like, honestly, like see from really different perspectives instead yeah. of my just suburban exactly bubble. like so growing up and like going to I like private catholic school break the mold and be friends with like a lot of different interesting people no definitely which thanks la what is what was the hardest part of the move i mean yours has been the fucking, physical part like yeah i mean the, <laughs> never move i hate moving so literally much. like the physical part because yeah. i had to move everything out of my house oh, I, I you, sold my house you had it way harder than i did. i well i even like set up a fucking storage unit for you to get shit out of your apartment yeah. we still have a storage unit in la we, i have one left so I, I forgot. Been, so I have like all this stuff in my grandma's garage, our grandma's garage. I have like stuff at my mom's. Like basically my shit is everywhere. And I have like one storage unit left in LA that I have no fucking idea what to, like it is so just I like. I forgot my bed is in there. Literally. Yeah, well, yeah. Like literally just keep track of your stuff. Like if you're planning a big change and planning a big move, do it all at once and like organize your shit, organize your life because I'm drowning in like paying for this fucking storage unit and like not knowing when I want to ship it back. Like it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's like you moved across the country and you, I don't know. I feel like I just like 
hoarded things throughout the years. Yeah. I only lived in one apartment my whole time in LA. That's actually insane. Because usually you move a lot when, like, you're gone. But well, you did dorms. One year. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, after college. I had one yeah. apartment. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Oh, that dorm. It was like a closet. Someone said, uh, will you ever go back? I mean, you can't say never. Yeah, never say never. I think that the biggest thing for me is why I don't think I would actually go back is the cost of living. Yeah, it's a, it's actually so expensive. There are people are like, oh, but New York. Honestly, they're getting very similar. I love so much about LA and like the beaches and stuff, but it is just, I, after living here and how much money I save just from the, how much less expensive my apartment is, yeah. how much less expensive food is, like everything like that, I just, I can't see myself being like, ooh, yay, let me go back and pay all these taxes right. and, like, this crazy mortgage, you no. know? And, like, the apartment we're in now, it's, it's like, an amenity building. So yeah. It's, like a, like, a gym and... Like, um, we have a pool, a gym, yeah. like, all so this stuff. I would never be able to afford that in L.A. Oh, our, my apartment... It would start at, like, four grand a month for an amenity oh, building. Literally, Maybe. Apartment we live in would be so far out of our budget and such a waste of money what the fuck like you're paying a mortgage yeah. to live in an apartment so i think it's just like that's we'll say never say never but i think, I think the major thing for me is the cost of living not like oh my god la is so toxic yeah. i would never go back it's like no la is just expensive i think mine obviously the cost of living will always like be in my head but i think mine is like the aesthetic of the city so mm. if you're, you're a wanna, city girl though yeah that's why so i don't think i'd move back because i would honestly rather live in new york or like the east coast than yeah. The West Coast. You're definitely like an East Coast girl. Like, yeah. You've been wanting to live in New York for That's so long. That's still on my bucket list. And I feel like it's going to happen. Yeah, I can, I can see you living in New York like for a bit. And yeah. then like, maybe moving back again. Me too. Um, with like a family and everything. Exactly. But I think um, also I wouldn't raise kids in LA. No. So that's a thing. Yeah. And I think if... I don't know. If, okay. If you haven't been to LA yet, if you live there, you spend 90% of your day in a car. And yeah. I'm not the person to do that. Like, I hate driving. I want to yeah. be, like, walking and, I don't know, just have everything around me so I get distracted by all of the, the chaos around me. And then everything is just so spread out. Like, you can't, like, bar hop in New or L.A. Oh, no. You go. If you don't like it, it's, like, sucks. You have Night to have, like, done. A, you have to have, like, a full-on plan. Like, text on Monday. Yeah. Make a dinner reservation. You're probably not going to do anything after unless you, like, love clubbing and stuff. Right. Which you don't. And, like, here, it's just, like, you literally just, like, walk outside and Yeah, I like the spontaneity in New York and Chicago where it's, like, oh, we all ended up in yeah. this bar. Let's, like, walk down the street and, like, oh, there's a hole in the wall that we can just, like, have beers at and yeah. then go across the street and there's this really cool restaurant. Like, it is, like, f- like, obviously, it's, like, a little bit different for us just because, like, we're from here. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, what I love is, like, I walk outside and I run into, like, someone from high school, someone from the one year I did at college, yeah. and then someone from just, like, living in the building, and I love that, like, human interaction because I work from home, I work for myself, and it's so nice being able to just, like, see people all the time, whereas, like, if I took the dogs on a walk in L.A., I probably wouldn't run into anyone. No. I mean, what do you miss? I think the thing that you miss about L.A. is you can, like, drive to the grocery store and have that Totally, yeah. I miss Um, the space. I miss having a house. Yeah. Because, like, I miss having the amount of space of the house. Um, I miss having like a yard and grass. Like I'm definitely more like you're a really, really city person. And I'm definitely more of like, I want a yard. I want like all this stuff. And like, that's just not possible here. So it's like, I don't really know like what my, yeah, like I don't really know what my like family plan would be right now. But for now it's like, I'm just like absolutely loving. Literally last week I was like sitting at Happy Camper and I texted my friend Peter, who I went to college with, and I was like, where are you at? And he was like, Old Town Pub, which is a block away. And I was like, all right, coming. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just exactly. like stuff like that. That's like, for right now, it's really fun. I miss fun. that too. I miss the weather. Oh my God, obviously. And I miss the creativity there, like with the people there and the industries. I miss like um, having people that know what we do. Yeah, me too. And like do the same thing because here it's like, it's hard to be creative and like get more like collaborative stuff done yeah because every none of my friends work in this industry it's actually kind of cool too where like you could be that pioneer here where you can explain things to people like yeah i don't know it's kind of like you're the one that's really cool here because no one is as familiar with what you do here honestly like i've been struggling a lot lately with like being embarrassed of my job because no. everyone has like all these normal jobs and everything like that and like I get like really embarrassed that like I'm taking pictures like like recording myself and stuff like that and like I feel like 
my job if, if there's if it's not like really aligned with purpose that it's just like so silly I've learned so much about like other industries and stuff which I think is really cool because like I didn't know anything about what I call I always say quote unquote normal people jobs because like my job is just so fucking weird and like like I just get like embarrassed like I hate when people ask me what I do here and like in LA it's like you don't have to ask like everyone like yeah. knows what you do also like you said in LA if you walk on the street in like a popular area there's people recording on their camera and taking like little photo shoots in the corner like it's actually true like there's people totally taking normal. content everywhere yeah and I totally get that feeling of like if I asked someone to take a photo of me in Chicago I feel like a little more timid where it's I'm like, like weird oh, yeah. yeah I don't know it's just I guess like I'm definitely going through this like weird thing of like I have to fall back in love with my career in Chicago because it's just so weird not being surrounded by people like you know I would go to Michelle's house and we would both talk about like brand deals and like creating clothing lines and like because we just like get it and we just give each other advice and like all that stuff and it's like I don't really have anyone to talk to about my job here like I don't have that and it's like I probably could reach out to my LA friends more for guidance but it's like I literally just talked to Zoe who works for me and knows me so well and we just like brainstorm on the phone and then I go back to being by myself and like it's so it's just like so odd like I definitely yeah. miss that a lot about LA like my but friends I think that do the same thing like you said the purpose you definitely have a purpose you entertain everyone on your podcast and YouTube and I think that your confidence will come you know like yeah. I think you can build I, I always think after the pandemic everything is spread out from LA and New York yeah. Where Chicago could be that next city of yeah. a creative hub. Yeah, I mean, there are, like, influencers and, like, content creators. You never know what the next city is. people, like, so yeah. I, don't th- I don't think it's, like, a Chicago thing. It's more of, like, a me thing of, like, the people I surround myself with. I'm someone that's a very, like, compare and despair. Yeah. And so I just, like, and I'm very, like, self-aware and just anxious. And so I get, like, very, oh, I don't want to, like, take content and stuff because, like, I don't want to make my friends uncomfortable. Like, whatever. Like, it's just, like, weird. Whereas, yeah. like, in L.A., I don't know. It's just, like, Everyone is everyone's doing, it, doing so. it. Right. Someone asked, were you afraid to make the change? Were you? Yeah, I was. Because, again, you get used to something. I'm a yeah. Taurus, so <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh, I mean, I like, even know we love that. our comfort zone. Okay, so we get used to it and we feel very safe there, and then we don't love change. But then okay. once we change and get back into the zone, we're like right. good to go. Which honestly doesn't really go with my personality because I'm like always gone. But yeah, I feel like you're like such like a free spirit travel girl. Well, because I was always traveling, so that felt normal. I was always oh. gone, and then once I like put roots somewhere, I was like, oh, this has changed. I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's like once you signed your like apartment lease. Yeah, because it was so easy to like have your apartment in LA and then live with your parents right but then you were like okay I'm moving out of my apartment yeah and I'm moving into because I had that flexibility where I was like I could go back to LA I could stay here well that's how I was rent, too because I had you know? my house yeah and so mine like the final st- st- I was planning on going back and I know you were and I was like literally getting ready to go back like I was shipping stuff to the house and then I just was like I remember like looking at my mom and she was like are you okay and she's like we need to talk what do you want to do and I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't go back. Like, I just, I can't, yeah. I can't go back. And she was like, okay. She was like, I don't think you should go back. She's like, I think you're happier here. I think that this is what you need right now. And like, it's okay. She's like, I think you should sell the house. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, this is like crazy. And I literally sold my house in like a week. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember that. I think any change is scary. It's like ripping off the bandaid. I yeah. knew it would change a lot, like with my, my work and my just my lifestyle so I was nervous for, but I was also really excited because I was like oh, yeah. I finally have the life that I've always pictured of like being by my family and, and I think being I've, in a city I've made so many mistakes and like moved so many times over yeah. that like like year and a half that I was just like I always figure it out and I can always change again yeah I think the people get so afraid of change because they're like oh I change and like it has to be perfect and like I have to make it work and it's like you can change again. Right. Like, ch- if the change you're making doesn't work out, right. course correct. Like, go again. When I moved, and like, even when I said it on YouTube, I was like, I'm moving back to Chicago, and I'm really excited, but, like, if it doesn't work out, like, it doesn't fucking work out. Right. Obviously, it's like, you know, I made it work out because I'm, like, super happy, but I'm not, it's not to say I'm not going to change again. No. It's not like I moved back to Chicago, and I'm like, I'm never leaving. I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't know what Nothing I'm doing. is forever. Nothing has to be forever. And you're yeah. never, it's never too late, and you're never too old to try yeah. a new city. And like, like, even my brother, he's like, I love Colorado or Utah. And I was like, but he's like, but I'm almost 30. I was like, who cares? Yeah, I mean. You could be, like, any age. I'm going to strangle that kid if he doesn't, like, <laughs> make a change, like, straight up. But I think it's true. I think if you're ever thinking about trying a new city, just do it. You learn so much. Yeah. We learned so much about ourselves in L.A., and then we made a change. Imagine if we never went. No, exactly. It'd be awful. I don't know what I would be doing. I'd probably 
I have no idea. No, I honestly. Know. Like, literally. It's just. It's, I wouldn't have any of the knowledge I know now about career or about, honestly, just like life. I'm a stronger person because of LA. Um, oh, for sure. And I, I really recommend if you haven't moved out of the city you were born in, do it because yeah. you'll learn so much about yourself, about the world, yeah. about other people. It just makes you like a more well rounded well-rounded person so someone said do you think LA is overrated I really don't like LA (laughs) (laughs) tell us how you really feel (laughs) like literally it's overrated in the way it's glamorized online it's not as pretty as you'd think when my friends from Chicago we were just talking about this like it's actually so funny we were talking about this last week and remember when they came to LA they were like this is it because everything's so spread out. Yeah. So it's like you like get these glimpses on Instagram and stuff. Well, I always say it's like a cute neighborhood, a bunch of shit, and then a cute neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then you drive through a bunch of shit yeah. in a cute neighborhood. Literally. I don't hate LA. I just hate a lot of the expected parts of it. I remember one time I had a rental car. And I felt, like, weird pulling up to Valet at Sunset Tower. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, here, I drive the shittiest Honda Civic, and I fucking whip it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? It's so true. LA is, it is really showy. Like, I feel because, like I had to get yeah. rid of my Prius and, like, get, like, a Porsche. And because now I'm like, I'm not getting a I don't know. Porsche. Maybe it's just, like, in our heads, but I do feel like it's showy. And, like, people yeah. care about the, the outside appearance. Yeah. There. And, like, literally since I moved here, I have, and, like, this is obviously doesn't apply to you because you're, like, a fashion girly. <laughs> but, like, I legit, like, have not bought a fucking designer piece of anything since I moved here. And it's not that I don't still like fashion and stuff. I've just, I've been, you know, I'd rather spend my money right now on experiences. But I feel like it's also like a summer thing. Yeah. Where it's like, now that it's fall, I'm like, okay, I want to buy like one designer thing. Because I, that, that's just like how my style works and stuff. But yeah, I just feel like LA, it's like, it's really like you have to like fit in a certain way. And I just think it's overrated in the sense of like how people make it look online. I but that's how agree. everything is. Yeah, because that's everything true. is glamorized online. I think when we first moved there, it was so exciting. Yeah. I can't tell if I think it's overrated now just because I've lived there for like eight years right. or I've just seen it so much on social media with you know, like the, the pink wall. By the way, the pink wall is a dusty, like oh random God. wall <laughs> for a store. It's I don't, like, I, I will never understand. I, that. I would like, and you just like see, me, like that's yeah, like people what you're are saying. lined up. People are lined to up take to take photo pictures against on the a pink, pink wall. wall. And it's like bizarre. I think it's overrated in the sense of like people think it's so fun. Yeah. And it's really not. I think because that's it's like why the parties, I like, like events aren't fun. connect to it. Events aren't fun. Yeah. Parties aren't fun. Because no like, one can... would let go. Everyone was like, ha ha. And like yeah. smiled for the picture. And it's like, wait, can we just like get drunk and have fun? No, like, like you have to like have a group of friends and like make your own fun. Yeah. It's not like the things you see on Instagram that like look like so glamorous. I remember going to an award show and just being like, wow, it's actually so much better to watch it on TV. Yeah. Because like it's made for TV. Right. You know what I mean? So like, everyone is like a prop basically. Yeah. It's production. It's produced for TV. Yeah. It's not produced for like your experience and like it was obviously so fucking cool seeing celebrities I almost shit my pants when I met Harry Styles 2013 oh my god I mean are you kidding me that's when I was like this isn't overrated this is so cool oh yeah that's when it's like I'm young I'm fucking hustling and I just touched Harry Styles like literally fuck me sideways yeah yeah that stuff is sick I think it's really sad but you can't do that forever no I think it's sad I think things get old yeah, like, when I first thing. moved there and you saw, like, a celebrity in person just yeah. randomly out and about, I would, like, be like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. I don't care if Beyonce is in front of me. I'm going to be like, I just want to sleep. And, no, like, like I don't care. I, like, it got to the point where, like, there would be a celebrity. and like, It's people, all just, like, like, like... And, like, it's, like, they're kind of, like, almost, like, in the way. The same. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God, can you just, like, fucking move yeah. so I can go get a coffee? Like, I don't care. Yeah. Because it's, like, you get, like, jaded. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. You're just, like, it just kind of goes... It's just, like, white noise now. Or even, like... I don't even know. Because, like, everyone's someone, and so you're like, oh, like, that's, like, that, like, TikTok person. Yeah. Like, you're, like, cool, noted. And, like, also then yeah. it's, like, I, like, get afraid to run into people. Me like, too. I used to, like, avoid people, and, like, here I'm like, hey, what's up? I like, still hate small talk. I know, I know. I mean, I get, like, that's, like, my anxiety, though. It's not, like, you know. That's true. Oh, let's just talk about dating really quick. Okay. Because I feel like we talked about everything else. Yeah. Are the boys better here or in L.A.? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not even a question. It's not, honestly, it's not even a question here for sure I mean I know a lot of people like message me saying they're like struggling with dating in Chicago but like you guys just like stay strong yeah because because you have no idea what LA is like yeah it is literally so hard and bizarre yeah I told my mom if I stayed in LA I'm dying alone I know 100% because like that was like my biggest fear I was like I don't want to be this like uber successful super rich on top of the world person and then it 
but like at 45 be alone like be like living in this mansion by myself and like that's how like I felt not that I was any of those things I just like bought a house I was doing well and I just wasn't happy things don't make you happy people do and I was just like I don't want to put down roots here I want to like go back and see I've literally had I've met the most amazing guys here yeah that it's almost like overwhelming Right. I don't like, do I want to keep dating you or like, do I just want to keep dating? It's easy when you're like on Hinge and I mean, Chloe met her boyfriend on Hinge. I met the last guy I dated on Hinge. He definitely fucked me over. But you know, like I'm I'm not saying it's perfect, but like we had a fucking great time and I learned so much about myself. Like I learned how I, what I really want in a relationship through that like few month relationship. And so at the end of the day, even though like he like literally like fucking stabbed me in the back, Fucking asshole. Yeah, we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> I think he'd rather kill himself. I haven't even talked uh, about it on the podcast. Spoiler alert, he broke up with me on my birthday. Ugh. That was really fun. Which, lesson learned, guys suck everywhere. But, but yeah, yeah, but it's like, but you know what the cool thing about, like, being around your family is? Is I got in the car, I called my best friend, and I went to dinner with my grandma, my two uncles, my two aunts, and, well. And in L.A., you'd just be alone in your house being, like, yeah, and like, upset. L- luckily I had you, and I'd be like, fucking come over. I probably wouldn't even be there. I'd be on an airplane. Yeah, you'd probably be traveling. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, I probably wouldn't even be there. No, I wouldn't. I'd send you a text. I like, just think, like, you're good. I just think, like, the values and, like, the career and stuff within guys here is just, and, like, their manners yeah. and, like, all that stuff is just, like, so much nicer. It goes back to the me city thing and, like, And the they're not image. trying to date, like, the, yeah, they're not trying to date the hottest girl. Exactly. I think that's like, what it is. It's, like, they care so much about the image of dating that you care what your girlfriend does for work or boyfriend does for work or you care what they look like or like like, what family they're from and i would have like the anxiety of like am i good enough for this person yeah it was whereas here whereas here it's like yeah i still have insecurities and like anxiety but it's like i just feel like more confident in a sense of like i'm not trying to like impress anyone or be good enough for anyone i'm really just trying to find someone that i connect with right like that's it I know, that's what I feel like. All the guys here, I mean, especially my boyfriend, because there's no other guys now. <laughs> but before him, they Did never... you went on some dates? Yeah, I did. And they were all really nice. Yeah. Like, no sparks or anything. But we never talked about, like, work that much. Yeah. It was always, like, everything else. And then it was like, oh, cool, you work in fashion. Okay, so where are you from? Like, what do you like yeah. doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it wasn't, like, yeah. everything about your job, which felt so refreshing. I remember, like, my first date with the last guy I dated, like, he was like, oh, so, like, what do you do? And, like... I was like, oh, I work in, like, social media. And, like, I'm just no, like, No, you should own it. I'm like, ugh. You should say, I'm Laura Elizabeth. I have a podcast. I have a YouTube channel. Oh, so, like, so, like this it. is what I do. So, like, I was in the pool, like, a couple of weeks ago, like, with, like, my guy friends. We're talking to, like, all these other guys. And they were like, what do, like, what do you do? Oh, uh, I was like, I work in construction. That was, like, my thing for a month. Because, like, obviously, like, no one believed it. But, like, it was enough for people to be like, ha, 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 like, next topic. Because people, like, don't care. So, like, I was in the pool for, like, an hour telling people that I was, like, the person that holds the stop and slow sign. I was like, I make the city go round. Like, <laughs> how would you know to stop or slow down? You wouldn't. And that's why I do what I do. And then they were like, okay, no, really, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a welder. I weld. Put no, something in front of me. And then, and then <laughs> I just, like, love fucking with people. And then finally, obviously, like, I said what I do. And they were like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, and then I'm just like, let's move on. I like, guy friends give me so much shit. They're like, why? You should never be But, like, no, just, do. like, funny because, like, you, I mean, like, it's the same with you. Like, the same way you're yeah. like, we walk into my apartment and you're like you're fucking an idiot because it's like well because half your furniture is like falling okay, apart okay it's literally you, just a fucking coffee table which by the way everyone lauren is known for losing everything and just being like a spaz like she wanted a typewriter when she was little <laughs> she begged for it and then like three days later it was like broken under her bed and like I didn't even know Lauren wrote anything. Okay, and that was the stage I wanted to be like an author so bad. So you got a typewriter, and I was so jealous. She like literally brings <laughs> and, this up. Oh, like oh, like almost like monthly, and is just like remember when honestly, you got a typewriter I, and you never used it and you put it under your bed. It was beautiful. Okay, fuck. It was not beautiful. It was, it was ugly so as beautiful. shit. No, it was not. You, Broken in a week. Okay. Lauren got Invisalign. Ask where it is now. We have no idea. <laughs> you say I lose things and I don't. I intentionally Absolutely. get rid of them. I intentionally just stop wearing When you were like, I got Invisalign, I was like, this is going to last two months. She literally comes over and she goes, 
do you fucking wear your Invisalign anymore? I said, nope, still got the knobs though. <laughs> like refuse to go get them off. Refuse like, to continue. I couldn't think of anything worse for you to do. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting Invisalign. She's like, fuck, you really shouldn't. Like you really Just shouldn't. get metal braces. Like <laughs> just get metal braces. <laughs> that might be better for you. No. They're I'm, on, they're fixing it. I fucking it. kill myself. You don't have to like think about it. Maybe it's like a good thing about me that I'm not like so materialistic. I'm just like, I don't care about things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> You clearly don't care about your hygiene. <laughs> okay, fuck off. Ask me if I brushed my teeth today. Lauren, when we were younger, thought you didn't have to brush your teeth in the morning because you didn't was eat anything all night. night. It was at You're night. You're like, I don't eat during the night. I was like, yeah, but you have like <laughs> dragon breath in the morning. You're literally like catching flies for eight hours. It's like you literally hold these things against me. Like literally that fire would come out of When I was in 12. the morning. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry that I got into the bed sandy. Oh my God, guys. Picture running around the beach all day, just sweating it up, jumping into the waves. Your feet are like black on the bottom. She gets into our fresh sheeted bed, just rolls right in, falls asleep in her bikini. Like, honestly, I was 11 and I ran up to my mom being like, Mom, look. And I brought her down and Lauren just sleeping there. And I was like, that's disgusting. I would never do that now. Like, I like cringe. And you're like, I was 12. I was like, well, I was 11 and thought that was nasty. That's no excuse. Oh my god. Okay, you guys. Uh, Chloe has to go to work, and I have to also go to work. Unfortunately, wait. You, you have to give one final yeah lesson I, learned. I was gonna say from Ellie Chicago. Like, I think if there's anything you take away from this episode, I think Chloe definitely says it better of like change and stuff. So I'll let her do that. But I like well because you know me. I'm like I don't need What's to. Your I don't need to. I don't need to experience anything. Like I'm fine. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you're like definitely like move to a new city and experience new things i'm like yeah no i'm good um so listen to her if you're like that type of person um but for me i'm so glad that i lived in la i'm so glad that i worked my ass off i'm so glad that i met amazing people and i'm so glad i got to like learn so much about myself and i'm so glad that i moved back home and i'm really happy here and who knows what the next chapter holds never say never but like <laughs> this is not a shit talking la episode i think that obviously there's a bunch of stereotypes about la a lot of them are very okay, what's, true what's the biggest thing you learned from living in la about yourself i think the biggest thing i learned living in la about myself is that i actually don't care as much about things and money and vanity as I think I thought I did when I was younger because I just I think I care more about impacting people's life being of service to others being there for my family like literally experiencing life having fun I do not want to be the richest person in the world I do not want to be the most famous person in the world I like I just want to be happy and have like a good life and I think that that's what this next chapter holds for me, hopefully. I'm so glad I asked that question. That was beautiful. No! Aww, I love that. What's your final lesson? My final lesson... Talk towards the microphone. Hello. <laughs> um, oh, I learned so much. I'm thinking of my one. I think I said it. That, like, you have to learn that dreams keep evolving as you grow. So your dreams could start off something, and then if they change, that doesn't mean that's a bad thing. That's yeah. a great thing. You're learning more about yourself. So my dream started being this, like, huge career woman, and that's it. That's all I thought about. And now my dream is to, you know, have a family one day and grow a life here with someone and be a family person. So I think it's like you go to a city, you learn about yourself, and you can change your dreams. Don't, it's yeah. never too late to try something new. Yeah, just don't be afraid of change. I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I told everyone I wanted to do this and now I'm going to be, yeah. it's going to be so embarrassing when I'm like, I don't want that anymore. And it's like, no, like that's sick. Like, I know. That's, you learned something and you're taking action. Like right. a lot of people just stay stuck and miserable and I think that it's better to be chaotic and change and end up being happy yeah and you can be a career woman and have a really good personal life is like a main message yeah um and I I went to LA super insecure I moved out very secure so yeah you learn a lot about that because you know you just gotta love yourself you gotta uh, that's the tough and to love yourself you have to go through a lot of hardship yeah definitely so Um, keep in mind this is like eight years later yeah it's not like oh my god no yeah so and obviously, LA's changed a lot because I think the creative industry has changed a lot. Yeah. So we were I think if you do it. things that scare you, you grow and get more confidence and love yourself even more. Feel it. the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending the morning with me. 
Thank you for this green juice. You're welcome. See, LA like stills here. I know. Still having a green juice. That's what I learned from LA is how good yeah. green shit tastes. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Mood. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. You can follow me at Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram. And obviously all the details of all the things are there. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now and leave a five-star review because that's the nice thing to do. If you're into mood boosters, you can boost my mood just by doing that. Of course, at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram to boost your mood throughout the week, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.